Please follow us on Instagram at Podcast. We'd love to hear what you think of the show. Uh, I want to say hi to everyone. Hi, listeners. Um, today I'm speaking to Christabel from I Am Christabel. Um, hey. Please introduce yourself. Hi everyone, um, as T has said, my name is Chrissy, but I actually go by the name Christabel um, from I Am Christabel. Uh, that sounds so weird, I Am Christabel. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I am, I'm here, yeah. Yeah, that's about it. So, <laughs> it's, thick. it's so hard to introduce yourself, go on. And now you know. Christabel has her own podcast, of which um, I will link everybody to, and yeah, so when I was when I was deciding to do my podcast, I was like up in up in air, didn't know what how to start it and everything else. And Chrissy was like, Oh, I've started one, help me out. And then I was like, haha. I'm, I now yeah. know how to do it. So <laughs> the start of this is because of Christopher. So she is oh, I'm very welcome listeners. She's the You're branch very that helped. You're the the, the, the the branch to the tree. <laughs> um Yeah, so this this bit of my podcast is like a mini series so I'll be talking to creatives or people that I think are creative um, weirdly mean, enough Chrissy when I asked her she was like I'm not creative but I would do it anyway and I was like wait what no you're selling yourself short like, it's so funny I, I don't know I think when I think I don't know what it is. You know, when, when when people have an imagination of yeah. what creative is, I think for me, when I think creative, I think like Picasso. And I think, do you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah, you have paint, yeah, painting and like the gallery yeah. and everything else. No, honestly, like, background of Christopher. For me, Christopher's a creative because, of course, you've got your podcast that you've created, um, yeah. you've got your book that you wrote. You've got like on on WhatsApp on your story like sometimes I see you post a cake so you make a cake. Um, oh my god! Back yeah. When, college, when my sister first met you, um, you you did textiles as one of your um, subjects, so you make yes. clothes. So you are a very creative human being, and like when you said I'm not creative, I was like, wait, have I got it wrong? Do I not know what the definition of creativity is? But like, yeah, like Christabel has been in my life for, since I was like, what, 13, 12 years old? You used to do my hair. There you go. We do. Yeah, you used to do my hair. Um, She's my sister's best friend. They went to college together. So I've known Christabel for most of my life. And she's basically my older sister. That's how I see you. Yeah, you're my old yeah. sister. So yeah, Christabel, define yourself as a creative, even though I've kind of <laughs> I think you've kind of and I think it is that where it took you to say, wait, you do so many things that people consider creative. So how can you not um how can you not imagine yourself to be creative? Yeah. And for me, it is that I think it's when you do something. I I, I always say I'm a jack of all trades, mm. so like there's so much that I do, and I I don't think I I see it as being creative per se. But no, I get I get it because if we think of what creative is, mm-hmm. it's using your imagination to 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 create something, right? Uh-huh. So and in writing a book is the imagination to write. In doing the decor for weddings is imagining something and turning a room into into whatever you've imagined it to be. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I I see it now. <laughs> um. And thank you for helping me see it that way. Oh. Um, 
um, but yeah, no. And I learned to bake um, as well. I wouldn't call that creative because um, I, I generally could not bake to save my life. I only baked because I really wanted cake. <laughs> and and I was in lockdown, guys. And there were queues in the shops. And I decided, okay, let me see what I have in my cupboard. I had flour. I had butter. I was like, I'm just gonna see what comes out. If it works, so it I- works. If it works, it works. So yeah, no, so it did work. So I guess in that way, um, that's what a creative mind does, isn't it? It mm-hmm. sees what what do I have at my disposal, mm-hmm. and what can I make out of what I have, you know? Mm-hmm. And with my books, it was more my life experiences. So it was mm-hmm. like, okay, what life experiences have I gone through, mm-hmm. and how can I use that to encourage other people? So I might as well put them into writing. Yeah. So then that that was the creative um the creativeness for the books it was literally just life experiences mm-hmm. um and with other things it's just like traveling um i find with traveling really helps with my decor mm-hmm. um because i love to go like uh, the caribbean is my favorite place to go yeah and um, because it's such a world it's a world full of color mm-hmm. and and i don't mean just color in terms of like the color that red yellow green mm-hmm. i mean color in terms of personalities color in terms of culture color in terms of all the different ways they live their life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that for me i always find it's such a an, it's such a good way to apply that to your art because you can then come and do things differently um which as we know the british culture on the other hand is very conservative it's very reserved mm-hmm. um so when you then travel you get to bring all of that all together and just apply it and apply to, it. to what you're doing yeah yeah oh wow so like your process is very very much you take it from you 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 are do. You're a you based yeah. process um creative process person which is really yeah. cool like um so whilst it's you that you you get all your inspiration from how do you then go about it like like with your mental health like does that does it affect your 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 creative um process and your your creative outlook do you sometimes feel like because i know from my from my own personal like um journey when i'm not in the right space and i'm not like i'm not getting any kind of creative influence it stops (laughs) <laughs> completely yeah. stuff yeah. I'm just like okay I'm just gonna sit eat and get fat and watch Netflix and yeah. then out of the blue yeah. something I'll just get out of the funkies and I'll start again so with you yeah. with, with how you you know your creative process is very you based how do you yeah. do you know what I think for me how how it helps I I don't have a structure it's like even with writing a book you know how some people may have a schedule mm-hmm. may say oh okay um, Monday to Friday I have to be writing at least 20,000 words or how many ever words mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. And I'm writing between 12 and 2 I don't have that because as you say is we, we, we do as people we feel differently at different times mm-hmm. so for me, I actually write as I feel to write so the moment that I'm and I, I have like um, most of the times I write like on my phone mm-hmm. my phone with me everywhere I go mm-hmm. so whenever I feel like oh I remember something that I went through and um, that's to do with the book that I'm writing I, I drop it down and I make a little note into it so I write as I go and I find doing that then it doesn't put a burden so much onto me yeah as in I never then feel like because mentally I'm not in the right place therefore my creative juices have stopped because I then never really had a schedule to begin with I just do as I feel to do so I guess yeah I guess in a way 
I, I write as when I feel mentally able to write, mm-hmm. but I don't have a schedule set to it. Oh, that's good. So you don't, there's no pressure to it at all. Yeah. Which I think, like, they, yeah, exactly that. There's never any pressure to feel like, oh, I have to. And I never have like, um, I never give myself a deadline as to, as in, oh, this book needs to be published by this. Mm-hmm. No, this book will be published when I finish writing it. Okay. Um, and I find that really takes off the urge and it takes off the pressures mm-hmm. of feeling like, oh, I have to. Um, so, yeah, and I think it makes it quite authentic as well because then I'm not just writing for the sake of writing. Mm-hmm. I'm writing as I feel authentically to write. Yeah, that's really that's really nice. Like, and maybe I should, I should, because I think the problem with, my, with me is that I give myself pressure. So I'm like, okay, I want to yeah. have... 10 paintings done by the end of the month and then I get to about like halfway through the month and I've only done one and I'm like (laughs) (laughs) failure (laughs) so then I'm like oh my gosh I'm gonna fail at life and I think you know as as creative people that is one of our biggest like Achilles heels is failure fear of failure and how do you go about like you know getting over that like do you ever feel like oh my gosh I'm never my book is never gonna sell because your book is amazing and it and yeah, yeah it's, it's done really well so like did you yeah. have that fear of oh of my course. gosh or your podcast yeah. and you're starting that did you have like that oh my gosh feeling yeah I, oh absolutely I think as you say with with creatives you always you always have that feeling that fear it's the fear of is this going to be appreciated mm-hmm. in the way that I want it to be appreciated you know like is someone gonna listen to this podcast and and get what i'm trying to to explain and understand it mm-hmm. or are they gonna listen to it and think oh what she's talking trash and, you know, there's always that that side of it mm-hmm. but i think for me what what keeps me from from that fear is always thinking if even if one person listens to it mm-hmm. and one person feels like that's made an impact to them and they feel like it, it, it's really making a change in their life then you know what it was worth it because i think a lot of times we we we, we value numbers we value sales we value which is it's the world we live in right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you're writing a book you what's what's the end goal you want to make money you want it to sell mm-hmm. for me i had to really learn that if one person reads it and they think it's helpful to them mm-hmm. then done more than enough and I think that's what helped me to keep being creative because I keep being focused on that one person I'm doing this to change the life of one person yeah and you know if it changes a million people great yeah but my motive is always just that one person yeah it, it, it takes away the fear of feeling like you're failing because there's bound to be one person come on who will listen to your podcast exactly. and, think, and that's all sometimes that what it, that, that's all that it takes that one yeah. human being because that one person can then share it and then they're like oh I listen to this or they take a point and it changes their yeah. life in the most positive yeah, yeah exactly exactly that oh wow um yeah. so what advice do you have for like somebody who like you once upon a time didn't think themselves to be creative and it's kind of like <laughs> but has all these ideas but yeah scared like how yeah. how did your process of getting to let's say your book how did that how would you advise somebody because maybe they want to write a book as well I, I would say don't don't place any any judgment on yourself and what I mean by that is a lot of times if we're writing books we look let's say I'm writing in the genre of relationships mm-hmm. 
you can, you easily can look at other people who've written relationship books and you you get to see how their art has turned out mm-hmm. you get to see and what we do when you do that you kind of then put a lot of pressure on yourself because you then want to fit into the mold mm-hmm. but i'll say don't don't do that be you um, don't look at what what someone else has done. Just think, what is it that I want to do? So my advice really will be just be yourself, um, because but you know what? There's so many people out there who are copycats of other versions, mm-hmm. and being creative is actually appreciating that we're all different. Mm-hmm. It's appreciating that we all do life differently, and we see from a different viewpoint. Mm-hmm. And that's the biggest strength that you have is being yourself. So that's my advice for you. Go out there, create however you want to create something. Mm-hmm. Do, do it your way. Don't do it because, oh, you know what? T is doing a podcast and she's doing it this way. No, like what? If you want to do a podcast, do it too. But your strength will be you. So do it in your own version. Mm-hmm. Um, so that advice is just, yeah, be yourself in everything. Yeah, 100%. Like yeah. self-expression mm-hmm. is the best form of expression but like okay mm-hmm. so when you're being yourself so obviously your book comes from your own experiences and yeah. you being yourself through the medium of, of um, literature yeah did you offend anyone and how do you how did you navigate that because if you're or did you omit you know very personal things to then make it you know universal like how how do you go about navigating all of that because i find with my art sometimes like somebody will look at them like why are you painting me and i'm like soz mate yeah of course (laughs) i just leave my line back away slowly so like that's like one of the other aspects of being creative it's like you know you want to be very open and honest and share but you also have to be aware of other people and and their feelings and how they go about it so how yeah how do you navigate that do you know what it's it's it like that's a very good question because i think it's we live in a world where people are so emotional oh, 100%. <laughs> um, <laughs> like you know like anything is a trigger and our, our world has become so politically correct and mm-hmm. um, because of that because we're we're so worried about offending each other mm-hmm. or we're so worried about saying something that people won't see in the same way so everyone then becomes politically correct you know what i think that's boring now yeah. <laughs> um, and I'm, I'm probably gonna offend more people by saying that but it why i say it's boring is because we're then trying to fit everyone into the same mold uh-huh. no we're not in the same mold so for me like uh, when i wrote my book i wrote it as transparent as i possibly can uh-huh. so there was nothing um about my there's there's certain things in the book that i wrote that some people wouldn't share mm-hmm. some people were like oh my god like that's such a personal and private thing why would you even what, put that yeah. in a book uh-huh. do you know what I mean but for me it was like no but these are my experiences so I'm gonna put them out there mm-hmm. and chances are I'm not the only one going through this mm-hmm. there's someone else that's going through it that probably won't have the same boldness to to talk about it or won't have the same boldness to approach it mm-hmm. so that's the whole beauty of being able to say you know what I'm just gonna write or whatever your art is I'm gonna do it without the fear of offending because chances are you're always gonna offend someone yeah like you could you could be the pop of England you could be Jesus and you'll still be offending somebody out there you know so for me that is that where don't don't worry because people leave offended like for you just they leave offended just like leave your truth and be who you are exactly and, and share who you are 
good people are different it's fine <laughs> absolutely exactly absolutely and i think yeah that's that's really like i love that people live okay yeah people are oh, like pc brigade i say that all the time pc brigade on every corner you can't yeah. say nothing you can't do anything you and it's like at nothing. some point yeah yeah people, for society to move forward you do need those people that are going to make you question yeah they're going to make you question your normal and maybe in a way that you never thought was possible possible, I guess that's why I enjoy listening to your podcast and I enjoy and I enjoyed reading your book is that you made me question me being a young woman but also Mm. me and my religion you know like I kind of went about like I'm Christian and I'm proud of being Christian but because yeah. of how you know some people are a bit if their own religion oh blah, 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 yeah. blah. so you kind of yeah. maybe you're not as vocal when somebody offends you or you're yeah. as and then I read your book and I was like you know what nah nah I'm proud of it I'm proud of you know and, I'm, and, I, and I have done things that I'm just not I'm ashamed of but it doesn't yeah. make me less bad so what what, what, what guided you in you know being so candid and so free about that subject matter um so you know i think for me i feel like well the subject matter that tina is talking about in case you're listening and you're like what subject matter are they talking about <laughs> sorry yeah. but, guys that that's the subject matter in there um so i think for me it is it's the simple fact that you know i feel like a majority of us go through it mm-hmm. but a lot of us go through it hidden and especially in the church mm-hmm. where and i think that i got tired of of the church being hypocrites mm-hmm. and what i mean by that is a lot of times people you know how church goes you guys know what you're like you, you appear prim and proper mm-hmm. and you know and you make everyone else that that's coming or that's new to the um to the religion feel like oh my god i'm not good enough uh-huh. you know oh like i, I like they, they're all perfect like they, they they've got their perfect relationships they've got their perfect they're doing life in such a oh they're so loving but no do you know what those those people are all messed up too and they've all come from a background that was messed up mm-hmm. but so for me, i think it, it was that realizing that there's so many of us that go through this and in the church as Christian, but we don't talk about it because we we want to put a persona yeah it looks a certain way you know it's like it's like if you're thinking of the creative art you're then you're molding your creative art mm-hmm. to fit in with the mold of what the world is yeah i feel like that's what the church had done so for me it was like coming like and looking at this beautifully painted picture and splashing paint on it oh <laughs> it becomes a whole creative art on its on itself yeah. right but someone also look at that and go oh my god why is she ruining that beautifully painted everything was within the lines and she just came and splashed this color this yeah. color onto it but that's what it's all about that's so for me yeah so that that was it was about you know what let's take this art form and mess it up a little bit because that's what the truth looks like sometimes yeah you graffitied yeah. you you no. you you're you're a, a graffiti artist but of, of words <laughs> Yes, I love it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm gonna, be, I'm gonna take that and run with it. <laughs> take it, honey. Take it, take it. <laughs> run with it. Yeah. Okay, so like last a few, couple of other points. Um, what, what, what is your, your, what is your success like? What do you want to say would be 
the full picture of Christabel's success story? How do you want it all to go about? Like, are you looking to be, you know? Oh my God, this is like JK Rowling. JK Rowling. Or you know, it's like you're you're asking, what's my legacy? Yeah, what's your legacy? Because I know, like, you know, you're a mommy. So, you know, I am a mommy. I am. Beautiful baby boy. So, you know, what? I am. And I guess, so I, I guess I am me. happy that, you know, you are, you know, a mom to a boy and you're so very much, you know, pro women, pro giving a voice. Yep. And because, you know, In black boys do need to have that as as an image of power, not just, you know, yep. let's, let's yep. protect the black man. No, protect the black woman. Absolutely, absolutely, and I think it, it's so good that you bring that up because for me, that's why it's so important to be a strong black woman, mm-hmm. and for my son to see that growing up, mm-hmm. um, because I feel like the the vision of power has been different. Mm-hmm. Like we've always been seen as aggressive, we've always been seen yeah. as loud, mad. Uh, we've always yeah. been seen as oh my god, like they, they are not they are not professional, or we've always been seen. They, there's always been a negative um, undertone to who we are. Is our strength? I feel is um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, it's, it's intimidating, mm-hmm. and because it's intimidating, it, we're then placed into so many different boxes mm-hmm. of who we are, who we're not. Mm-hmm. So for me, I guess if we're coming to what's my legacy, I would want my son to grow up knowing what a strong black woman looks like, mm-hmm. and not only that, but knowing what a strong Christian black woman looks like, and not based on not based on what everyone else is saying, but based on me modeling that life mm-hmm. and. I would want him to pick up my book one day and read it and think, oh my God, mom, like my, my mom was crazy. Oh, she was too bold. But hopefully oh that encourages God. him to be bold. Yeah. <laughs> like that would encourage him to be able to speak on, on topics that other people wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. And that would be my legacy. It would be my children to grow up being bold and standing up for what they believe in mm-hmm. and standing up for who they are. That would be more than enough for me. Oh, so yeah. that's really good and you're already setting it it's, it's already in motion it really is it really really is like, thanks the click 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 you know it's true like you know you gotta say when, when it's true it's true because like I it's you and um Samantha Vajiri, um, Claudette's sister-in-law. She's also published the book as well. And I'm, I'm always saying to people, I, I'm a feminist, but I don't like calling myself a feminist because I've never ever seen myself in in everything that I read and everything that I see that's based on feminism. So to see Zimbabwean-born women who've also moved to this country and have, you know, successfully written or you know created things that speak to our struggle to our strength to our beauty and in such a beautiful strong way it's amazing for me and my voice because not everyone is a is a marcher of the streets and uh a a very vocal some people are feminists but they don't they're not the ones who are you know comfortable enough to go out there and say what needs to be said so you guys have come yeah. out and you know you've shown that it is possible and you are our voice you know everybody yeah. everybody needs a voice and a face and 
so thank you for that thank you for being that voice and that face for someone like me and many other girls many other absolutely and and the crazy thing is that is everyone has a voice Mm -hmm. um you know and i think it's if i could say anything to young girls is to know that you have a voice and don't be afraid to speak up mm-hmm. um, and I think one of the things that so as Tino said at the beginning is that I've known her since she was a, a baby baby since she was 13 and one of the things that I loved when I first met your family was how vocal everyone was oh lord and I loved so I honestly, it, was, <laughs> it was so refreshing because and and the thing is all you guys are so strong in in your thought processes and strong in what you believe in and strong in what is what you deem is right and i find i always used to sit there and watch you guys debate things out and i used to find it so fascinating because everyone is so passionate and everyone will be like no this is this is what it is you know project was like no this is what's going on and you know and i love that because and I'm so, I think in a way, mum and dad did such a great job mm. in raising you guys to be able to to voice what your opinions are and voice them loud mm-hmm. because that's what people need. And rather than families growing up silenced mm. or growing up being said, oh, no, 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 like you can't say that. Like yeah. children don't have, a, don't, have a, don't have a say. Yeah. Like particularly in um now coming to a cultural standpoint mm-hmm. particularly in african cultures mm-hmm. that's done a lot where parents grow up silencing their kids yeah they grow up being not because i'm the ad- adult mm-hmm. because i'm the adult this is why we do a b c d because i'm the adult you do as i say mm-hmm. but actually as we're doing that we're not doing our children and the generation after us any favors mm-hmm. we need to be raising them up to say you know what you have a voice too what is it you want to say to mom what what is it how do you view that how how can because you can learn a lot from these kids too you know yep um yeah so for me i just i just loved watching your family grow because i just loved how bold and and yeah and vocal everyone was and i think that needs to be embraced in particularly in african homes yeah because i know we don't do that a lot no I mean, it's lovely to hear that you saw it like that. For us, it's like war. You're know, like <laughs> half the time I, mean, I don't look like half the stuff that they say, <laughs> and I'm literally fighting for my opinion to be heard. <laughs> and if they I don't know, agree and, and with it, I might not talk to them for a, a few days because I'm like, <laughs> I don't agree with your statement, and I don't think I can yeah. trust you anymore as my sister and then something happens and I call them and I'm like listen listen to what happened now and they're like agreeing in something so it's just like yeah but it's lovely to hear that you know somebody saw it as, as, oh, as a nice expression of love yeah it, it really was. <laughs> oh, do you know what? So, I mean, sometimes it definitely looks like war. <laughs> yeah. But I know. I guess because I know you all and I know that it, you it's out of love. You guys love each other so much so that much, yeah. it, you know, you know what I mean? So it's like, oh, I love how they can express themselves so much. But they it's almost as if you because you know you love each other so much, then you know there's no judgment no. to what you say even if you don't agree yeah. which i think is what the, the whole point is is as people we need to get to a point where we we know that we love each other mm-hmm. to a point that we can be vocal mm-hmm. and be who we are without feeling like oh my god they're gonna judge what i say yeah so i shouldn't have to mold my views 
and mold my thoughts mm-hmm. and mold my creativity mm-hmm. to mold into the world because I know that the world should love me and embrace me no matter how different I think. Yeah. Hundred percent, you know. Yeah, yeah. Love, love is the center of everything. You have to love what you do. To be a great yeah. creative person, you have to love what you do, and it and then it comes yeah. across. So it come, it came across in your book that you honestly did love the process of writing. That's why it was such a, you know, a good book. And mm. it comes across in your podcast. You honest, you love, you know, giving people a space to be, you know, to to chat without judgment, yeah. and that's what it comes yeah. across. Like if. If you honestly are in love with what you're doing and you've got people that love you around you and that support you, everything that you want to do is possible. There's the sky is the limit at that point. And there's no such thing as you you you're jack you're jack of too many trades. You know? Mm, that's so true. Yeah. Finger in so, so many true. pies is it's fine. Absolutely fine. That's so true. That's so true. And I think it's that as well, is you it, it gives you that like we were talking about the fear of failure before uh-huh. it gives you the sense that you know what i could try and even if it doesn't work i've still got people supporting me yeah so it takes away that fear of failure because you're like i've got family around me i've got people that love me mm-hmm. regardless of what if, even if they think my views are crazy they love me nonetheless, nonetheless. so it then allows you to reach for the sky because you you're not you're not thinking well, if this doesn't work I'm going to be by myself mm-hmm. if this if this doesn't work everyone's going to leave me no if this doesn't work guess what they'll still be there saying okay that didn't work so what are you doing now yeah and I think that is such a great thing yeah the encouragement to constantly because they know they know you're 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 you know you've got limitless talent like you you've yeah. got limitless talent so I never again ever want to hear you say oh I'm not that no because you are you are <laughs> You are it was it, it was now now I think about it I'm like you know I am Christabel and I'm creative because it was till yesterday when I did my hair as well yes guys I can do hair as well yeah. so it, it's that I think when you realize wait you are creative because you're able to do so many different things on on different avenues yeah um so yes yeah, so no I appreciate thank you so much for inviting me because you made me realize something about myself that I necessarily didn't didn't see um so yeah that's great that's thank absolutely you. great so um are you reading anything are you watching anything Oh my god, am I reading or watching? You guys, I, I'm a weird one. I watch crime shows, so I'm not that doesn't even help. <laughs> There's a podcast I listen to called Serial Killers. It's like the best scariest oh thing ever. Isn't it? Oh. oh my god, I'm gonna look it up. I I honestly that's what I watch. I watch like you know all those documentaries about murder series is, or like I, I've been watching. Okay, so this is the one I'm currently watching. How well do you know your neighbor? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching it on Netflix, guys. Go and watch it. So basically, it shares all these crimes that happen in your neighbor's house. And then, so, it, yeah, I don't know if I should be watching that because I'll probably get paranoid in my neighbor's game. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what I'm watching. Oh my god! So, and I thought, like, but, wow, how old? Is this? Yeah. No, I, I didn't like. Yeah. If there's anything like you know your um the the wife ones or the neighbor, I can't watch those because then I get paranoid. 
but it's I like true. reading syllabi. I, I, I deem myself like a mental health expert for some reason. Maybe it's because mom and Claudette and everybody else in my family is a mental it's health expert. It's surrounded by them. Yeah. So yeah. Like, yeah. I'd like, like to listen and watch like um documentaries about serial killers. So I'll definitely yeah. send you the podcast Serial Killers because it just gives Please. like it's like a 20 minute episode and they give you like the background of all the serial killers, like the prolific serial killers. Don't oh, listen wow. to it at night because I can't sleep. <laughs> I've had to take oh, a break. Because I was it, like, I'm I scared. Oh my god, no, I probably won't. It's like, have you watched Criminal Minds? Yeah. So I watched Criminal Minds from the beginning to the end, and I was paranoid when I was walking down the street because I thought everyone. <laughs> I thought I was like, oh my god, they're walking, they're walking really fast to me. So yeah, so no, I'm not watching anything to help my creative mind right now. I'm probably watching all the things that are destructive to my mind. But yeah, no, I think I find human behavior fascinating. Yeah, and I think it, 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 in a way, I feel like it it adds to to who I am. And when we're thinking about the creative processes, because it's that it helps me to understand that people are different mm-hmm. and we're all different and we do weird things out here guys and you know <laughs> some weirder than others some weirder than others yes i have to say um but yeah so i think it's that for me i'm always fascinated by human behavior yeah. um so i watch a lot of shows um to do with that and the mental mentalness physicalness and all that stuff of human behavior oh. so yeah that's what i'm watching um and reading, I I haven't been reading lately. Actually, I used you know I used to love to read. Yeah. But I find since being a mom, I don't have the time to read. No. And keeps so you I busy. listen. Yeah, honestly, I keep me so busy. I listen to books instead. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and one of my favorite books that I'm, I'm listening to is called Redeeming Love by mm-hmm. Francine Rivers. Mm-hmm. Um, really recommend it. it. It's a story that shares um. It's like a it's sharing a love story between this um, this guy who was considered prim and proper, and he married a prostitute. Oh wow! And um, yeah, I know. So and the prostitute continuously runs away from him because she's used to living life a certain way, yeah. and she doesn't believe that people could love you for you. Yeah. Um. So in a way, it's like his love is redeeming her. Um, so he, he he always goes back to find her in, in the whole houses um, and he brings her back home and he tries to love on her again and she keeps so yeah so that's the one I'm listening oh to right gosh, now I'm adding and that to the book club that sounds like a good GC one it's such a good book because yeah called Redeeming Love so okay. um, it just it just kind of teaches you not to give up on people I guess because mm-hmm. as we say um, we're all we all go through things and we're all a mess sometimes mm-hmm. um, but all we need is love and that that will allow us to pick ourselves up and to try again whatever it is that we're doing 100% so yeah oh okay then. well thank you Christopher for doing this I know like it, it was you know a little slot in your busy schedule so thank you I'm very honoured to have you on, on this little podcast of mine um, thank you so much oh, that's all right um plug plug your instagram do you have twitter do you have a website 
I'll get you to send them um, to me so that I can post them on my on my socials and stuff. But yeah, plus yeah. So I have got yes, I've got a website. It's www.iamchristabel.com, um, and this is where you get to find my book as well, which talks about all things single. I am actually in the process of writing the second one, um, which is all things courtship. So it's the it's like a sequel you know like part one part two part three so yeah. this is the sequel to the first book uh-huh. um and yeah i'm on instagram i am dot christabel and i'm on facebook i am christabel so everything is very simple it's very, i am christabel, I am christabel <laughs> definitely please follow us on instagram at my podcast we'd love to hear what you think of the show